This is the Kavnis HR Podcast, and we want you to be great every day. Join us as we transform the human resources outsourcing industry while we talk to small business owners, founders, and people in tech, startup, and HR spaces. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Kavnis. Hello, and welcome to the Kavnis HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Kavnis. Our guest today is Scholar Bjorn. Scholar. Hi. You ready to be great today? Yeah, I'm ready to be great. So hi, I'm Skylar Riard. Nice to meet you guys. Skylar is an 18-year-old tech event blogger. Her interest in tech and business began when she was only 14 years old. She started off with founding an organic dog treat line called Bajornis. By the time she was 15, she founded a club, has sat on a board for the past year, and received her paid internship doing operations at a startup called Choctaw. Her sales journey also began at 15 years old when Choctaw had a seller events, which led her to being recruited eight times while still in high school. By the time Scholar was 16, she had begun another job in sales and coded her first iPhone app called Closet Track. While at senior high school, she programmed her second iPhone called Serene VR, which is a meditation virtual reality app. Currently, she is a freshman at Loyola Marymount University, class of 2021, which is located in LA. Since college started, she has begun another job as an assistant for an entrepreneur in Playa del Rey, California. Her new tech blog, at Scala Bajon, and she is also a social media manager. She has also begun work on a new startup called Closet Spark, which uses fashion and AI. Scala, you are doing a lot. I mean. <laughs> Thank you. You're doing some good things. That's really, Thank really impressive. Thank you. So, I'm flattered. What is, I mean, you have a lot keeping you busy right now. What are you focusing yeah. on right now? What am I on this moment? What am I focusing on? I'd say Closet Spark. Closet Spark. That my the new iPhone app. I've been working on like the prototype design, thinking about like how I'm gonna market it and stuff. What does Closet Spark do? So it's a fashion AI app. I haven't I have not programmed it yet. I still have to figure out how to program it, the bot, if it can work. Let's see. What is it exactly does it's it gives a better recommendation process? For clothing. So, like, I feel like the recommendation process for, like, what people like isn't good enough. So, I feel like it should be better. So, you, uh, you're, I'm guessing you're pretty involved in the LA tech scene, aren't you? Yeah. So, I go to, like, tons of different events. So, I meet different people. It's pretty interesting. Um, I usually see no one really my age. Everyone's usually late 30s, 40s. But it's really cool, though, because I, I it's cool, like, meeting a wide range of people. But I'm also a salesperson. So I, I'm used to talking to all sorts of different people from all sorts of different backgrounds, which is really interesting. So, Scholar, I'm going to get this stat wrong, but there's a stat somewhere that says, though, like 80 to 9% of young elementary school girls are interested in STEM. By the time they get to high school, that drops down to 5 to 10%. Why, do you, why did you stay interested in STEM and so many other young ladies, like, lose interest? I didn't even become interested until... I was like 15. I guess I just stay interested because I constantly surround myself by it. Usually when people are younger, they don't really like know exactly what they want. And so see, because I used to do acting and then I realized I didn't want to do acting and I realized I would rather do tech business stuff. So how do you stay so focused? I mean, most people, you know, are scatterbrained. They can't focus on one thing. And you, I mean, you're doing a lot of things at a young age. How do you stay so focused? How I stay so focused? So I, I tend to deviate from the norm. So let's say everyone listens to like this one song, right? Or like they all follow a certain trend. I don't follow the same trend, you know? Instead of following the common path, I create my own, you know, in a different way. Most weekends when people are like staying up late, you know, going out to like parties or something, I'm usually at home coding or reading. So like, I feel like that's just 
put me more ahead because, and I don't get caught up in drama stuff because whenever I do like get caught up in drama stuff, then it like, it, it takes so many hours out of my life because then I'm constantly thinking about it, which is kind of like a waste because it's not really going to matter a year or even like a week from now. So why waste all this time on it when I could be working on other things? That's a great perspective. And kind of like the same question. So you're doing a lot of great things and most people can't even handle one. What's your secret? Is like, do you have a secret way to test organize things or is there any kind of a tool you use? How do you accomplish all this and stay sane? Oh yeah. Okay. So the first two years of high school, I went to like a normal brick and mortar school called San Marino High School. And then for the second two years of high school, I went to an online high school. So When I was in online high school, I was always at home. You know, I had to become productive because if I fell behind on things, then I'd be over or do all these lessons. So I'd become a schedule thing. So then I, so what I usually did was I'd wake up at like four, three or 5 a.m. and I'd go running and then I'd do yoga. Usually I'd do this thing called visioneering for like five minutes. And then I followed this five by 50 principle. So I'd work in 50 minute blocks and I'd take like a 10 minute break. So with all these great opportunities in front of you, how hard or easy is it for you to stay in college right now? Because I would have to think you get a lot of opportunities, a lot of offers to go do some great things in the tech world in LA. How are you staying focused in college? In college, a lot of people, because we're like young, you know, especially as freshmen, they just think like, oh, I have so much time, you know. And I'll like, they all think, oh, I'll start after college to start working on what I want to work on. And I'm like, oh no, you should start now. You know, I just, I just like read a lot. And then, so I'm really forward thinking. So I just, I think about everything in the long term. So like, I just see, see most people think in the short term, like, oh, just have fun in the moment. I'm like, no, cause then this is like a ripple effect and it affects everything else. Right. So I just see everything in the long term. So I think like, oh, you know, wasting my Friday nights or Saturday nights, like doing the same thing over and over. That's not like pushing me forward. I, I think it's kind of like a waste. Yes. You have a great outlook. If only more people are thinking about you, yeah. those people like my age don't, don't even get that yet. You know, they're always, always in the moment, you know, the next day don't they have long, no long-term thinking, unfortunately. I think long-term thinking is so important. Like that's why I visionaire, right? Cause when you visionaire, you think about where you want to be in the future and then waking up with that vision. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so Scholar, talk, talk about a time you were successful in the past, what you learned from this success and where we can learn from this. I'd say I was successful when I successfully launched my app closet track. I'm not, I mean, I didn't like start coding at a young age or anything. I just, I just kind of learned it when I was 16. I mean, it took a while, but so, but the fact I was successfully able to build my first app was quite impressive. So I, my app, like I had to recode it a couple of times. I remember texting all my friends, like, I'm going to have to recode this. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I did it once. I can do it again. You know, (laughs) like, I'm like, I can do it. Cause I kept getting all these errors and I was like, I don't even know how to fix this. And so I'd have to recode it. I'm like, I can't even figure it out. So I used to go on like stackoverflow.com and then I'm pretty sure I almost got banned from Stack Overflow because I was asking so many questions and then so um and then it launched on the app store and I was like super happy. That's great. Next, talk about a time you failed in the past, what you learned from this, what we can learn. When I was 16, so I somehow got put on the Caltech Entrepreneur club mailing list. I don't know how, but so I started getting all these emails and then I got something about a thing called was it Zap? Zap. I'm pretty sure it's Zap. And then so I didn't know you had to be 18 and in college to go and I was in high school, right? So then I went and I was at Caltech and they, it was for two weeks, but it was only two days. It was like one day a week. So I went and then I successfully pitched my business model, right? And then so we had to do interviews. So I went out interviewing people. Like I walked to people I'm like, oh, can I interview you for like a couple minutes? Because I had to get interviews, see if they'd want to use closet track app, right? And then so, um, but the thing is that on the next week, the lady, she got like really mad at me and she's like, are you in college? And I was like, 
no, I'm in high school. And she got, she yelled at me in front of the whole room. And it was like, it was kind of awkward. And I was like, um, okay, I'll leave now. So then I walked out of the room. And so I guess I was kind of like a failure because I kind of got kicked out. Of That's a great story though. Yeah, that was when I was 16. And then, but then I actually made friends with, because there's some like um, upper graduate students in the class. And I went to another Bennett at Caltech. I kind of like became friends with them and they were working on this startup called Astrogrow, but that was like two years ago. So I haven't really talked to them lately. Scholar, can you tell us someone who's helped in the past and how they helped you? I mean, my mom always drives me to different things, you know, so she helps like ever since I was young because I couldn't drive. And then my dad, he's helped me too. So he introduced me to all these different self-help books. Like I just remember, I think I was 15 and like, I think I was just like sitting on my bed or something. And my dad's like, read this. And I was like, what? And, and so he just, um, I mean, my dad's like a product manager and stuff. So he talks a lot. So randomly, like he'll just like come in my room and sit there and talk for like a few hours until like I pass out, like I'll start falling asleep. I mean, he's entertaining, but it's like, it's like 11 p.m. or something. I usually pass it at 10. I'm like, gonna like knock out, but it's like quite entertaining because he like talks a lot and stuff and he knows all about tech stuff. I guess I think he's kind of like a mentor. So can you tell us something about yourself that most people don't know? Like your family knows, close friends know, but most people who deal with you day to day don't know this about you. So I used to act right. I was actually on Disney Channel this one time when I was uh, 14. Um, I had to audition, though, to be on the game show called Win, Lose, or Draw. And so a lot of people don't know I was on Disney. It was only one episode, 30 minutes, but it was really fun. I felt like a star that day. They'd have water breaks and makeup breaks. And it was really fun when I was 14. I was on this game show. and. I met a couple of celebrities, Disney celebrities. So a lot of people don't know that unless like we're close friends and I tell them. So Scott, I understand you have a book to recommend to our listeners. Okay. So um, I recommend the 50 self-help classics by Tom Butler Bowden. That one really changed my mind. It, I didn't really think that your thoughts affect you that much. I read that book. I didn't realize you create your mind. You know, like I used to think like, oh, I just thought I just thought in a certain way. I just didn't really, I never really thought about it. And I was like, oh, what I think really changes my life. You know, it's like all about your perspective. I didn't know that. And that book was just really good. It just changed everything for me. I think it made me more confident. I guess I was confident before, but maybe even more. And I was like, Gala, so all the, the tech events you go to, are, are you getting invites to these events? You just show up and start blogging about it. Some things I do get invited to, but most of them I don't. Next, can you share your social media links so our listeners can reach out to you? On Instagram, I am at Skylar Bjorn. My website is bjornsky.com. And for our listeners, we're going to have the links to her book recommendation, all her social media in the show notes. So Skylar, for, the, for all the things you're doing, what is the one you like doing the most? What brings you the most joy, most fun? Or are they all equally, equally in your eye? Like somebody said, hey, you can only do one thing from now on. Which one would you pick? Just say tech stuff in general and business okay. stuff. What is your long-term plan? You're going to start another company, be it, continue to start startup tech startups, be a CEO in the future, or what's your future plans right now? My future plans. Okay, my future plans. Okay, so I'm a freshman in college right now. My plan is to grow my blog big, you know, so I have like a personal brand, and then I'm going to work on Closet Spark, and then I'll have Closet Spark. So Closet Spark will open me up to the world of artificial intelligence. But my big, big plan is to become a synthetic biology entrepreneur because like, I really like synthetic biology and stuff. So um, that would be a lot of research. If I, I need to build myself up mentally, so like I need to do all sorts of things like reading and stuff. I just really need to build up myself mentally to believe I can do it because that's pretty hard doing synthetic biology. So um, that's really my long-term plan. So I just like really like synthetic biology and, you know, like living forever and stuff. I'm just really obsessed with like advancing the human body. It just amazes me. So Scala, for those who don't know, what exactly is a tech event blogger? Like what, what does that mean? 
I live in Los Angeles and I go to school at Loyola Marymount University, which is on like right in the Playa Vista, Westchester area. So Santa Monica is, um, or I guess all of Los Angeles, I don't know if it's just Santa Monica or all of Los Angeles, is considered Silicon Beach. So there's tons of events always in Santa Monica and downtown LA. So I usually just drive to like Santa Monica and downtown LA. I'll like blog about the event. So like I'll write about what I learned. I'll take some pictures. And it's quite interesting because when I go, I network and I meet people too. So essentially a tech blogger is just going to events and blogging about them, finding like tech, like events where they talk about like tech stuff or business stuff. So you, you worked at this startup called Chalk Taller 15. How did that happen? Like, did you go find them? Did they find you? Or like, cause it's, you know, not the norm to have a 15 year old person working at, at any business, much less a startup. What's that story? Okay. So I went to this food convention and there's a stand. It was Choctaw, right? So then I was like, the CEOs are there and stuff. Cause it was a big food convention and usually like the companies go and stuff. And then, so I was like, can I have an internship? And then he was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, whoa, this was my first try. And then I got the internship and then I went in for an interview and he was so, he said he was so impressed by me that he decided to employ me. So then I actually got paid. Scholar, we're coming to the end of our talk. Can you pass on any wisdom or last words of advice to our listeners on any subject you, you want? Throughout high school, I like, I never went to parties. Um, I was at home this weekends reading or coding. I just really liked maximizing my time. Waking up at 4 or 5 a.m., this made me the most productive like, okay, if I go to bed later, then I just wake up and my day's practically ruined if I wake up late. So I have to wake up early because I don't, something about waking up early just like sets my whole mind. I don't, I don't remember if it's like, cause like you're completely alone, you know, like no one's really up early. And then you just like, I don't know. It's just, I just think really maximizing your time and figuring out the perfect schedule that makes you productive. I'm sure everyone's different with how they're going to be productive, but Figuring out how to be most productive is what really helped me. Not getting your mind fogged by daily worries life. Like you just need like a clear mind and a productive schedule. Thank you, Scholar. Scholar, thank you for being on a podcast today with all about you. You're a very impressive young lady. You're doing a lot. You have a bright future in front of you. And thank you very much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is quite cool. And to the people on live, thanks for watching if you up to the end or i don't know if you just randomly came in i don't know um, to our listeners thank you tim as well thank you for listening to today's episode of cavness hr for more exclusive content as well as your free copy of hr laws be sure to visit cavnesshr.com or connect with us on twitter instagram snapchat and facebook at cavness hr thanks again and be great every day